welcome to the Code Clarity podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Rena. And today we're going to be talking about a breach of the code for AstraZeneca relating to LinkedIn. So what was the case about, Rena? So this, again, is about an employee who uh, used to be a scientist and were quite active on LinkedIn and then joined AstraZeneca. And when they were a scientist, they worked on a study. So when they became an AZ employee, they um, posted about the fact that the study had now been published. But that actually what? was a no breach. Oh, OK. Why was that a no breach? I think this is just down to luck. I think it so happens <laughs> that the study wasn't actually about any AZ medicines. So on okay. that basis, they hadn't, the, the panel considered they hadn't actually distributed material about an AZ medicine. Okay. So, so that was a no breach, but they did also get second half a breach of the code. Right. So it sounds like the academic scientist who now works for AZ actually knew what they were doing because they knew that if the if the study didn't have anything to do with AZ that they could they could post and share that so how did they get a breach for the second part yeah and this is why I I think it probably was a bit of a fluke and just coincidence because the breach was where they congratulated one of their ex-colleagues about a publication of their study um, but unfortunately, that colleague study was about an AZ medicine. And so really, by commenting on this post, um, this is, you know, under the LinkedIn algorithms, this is the same as a like or a share. So through commenting, they'd actually distribute the material about an AZ medicine to the public. OK, so did they get, a, they obviously got a breach of promotion to the public, I would imagine. Did they yeah. get a clause two? Because there's been history with AZ and LinkedIn posts and, and clause twos in this, this area. Yeah, yeah. And I think the case you might be alluding to related to senior people. Mm -hmm. But actually, in this case, um, the AZ had said, I'm going to read it out. This was a highly regarded scientist who was passionate about science. Uh, and they were simply congratulating their fellow scientific peers. So there is a degree of, you know, trying to wrangle out of it. But at the same time, AZ said, well, we'd given them social media training, we provided them with their policy and the error was not deliberate. And I think luckily for them, because they had all of these things in place. I mean, what more could they have done? It wasn't a clause to. Yeah. And I know I say this quite a lot. You do as well, that. When the panel's looking at breaches, they look at um, did it happen? And mm. yes, it quite clearly did, because, you know, if you're an AZ employee and you're going to like or comment on a post about an AZ medicine, then that will bring it under the under the code. Um, but so did it happen? Yes, it did. But how and why did it happen? And I, I'm assuming that because AZ were able to demonstrate that they had a robust social media policy, that this individual had been trained on it, then it is come down to the badly let down by an individual or the human mm -hmm. error part of it. And that's maybe why they didn't get the, the clause too, because the company did have robust mm. policies in yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think our top tip would be even the best policies and training don't really prevent risk. They go a, a long way in yeah. mitigating it. But yeah. I think our top tip would be um, don't just stop once. Keep thinking about all the different ways you're going to embed uh, all this really important stuff. Yeah, agree. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.